What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Public Access America. We did a series, Inspirations Beyond Disability, and we had some fun, met some great people, and we were joined by Caitlin Wackerman, and we discussed all sorts of things about being blind, but I told her, anytime you want to come back, we can have discussions, because I want to open up the discussions for um, blind people, for the disabled to have a real conversation moving forward, to normalize, to uh, so people can empathize. So don't forget you can find Public Access America on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We post episodes all the time. Generally, we record um, live streams on Facebook at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Facebook. We do a live stream. And then we always throw up moments of history and um, things like this, conversations like this. So we're just waiting for Caitlin. She is getting ready, and then she will be joining us. And then you can learn about what it's like to date being blind. Kind of exciting, interesting, and I love it. Hopefully she comes back every week and we continue the conversations and have other people join us. So if you're part of the blind community, especially on TikTok, where I am meeting lots of blind people, then uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you. How do you feel about what is being said right after this theme song? You should be jealous, should be of, jealous, yourself. Of, yourself. jealous of yourself. You're standing gender, age, social status. Social status. I see myself as... Resilient, resilient, embarrassing. And how much I wanted to be like them, how jealous I was. For us to ask for help. If I'm sleeping with you, uh, yeah, I should be able to ask you for a favor. If you can can meet yourself. These girls, single thing about themselves. You might really really like her. Instead of finding our partner by simply looking at them, we're more likely to talk to a larger amount of people see what is on the inside, 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 inside. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Public Access America. Public Access America. Public Access Because I want to open up the discussion moving forward to normalize. So people can empathize. empathize. So today, Caitlin, we're here to talk about dating being blind, and I love the idea of this concept. You know, yeah, nobody gets it. Nobody gets it when I talk to them and they always wonder why I date so much and the women I date and why I do it. I mean, so this is exciting from another perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I have some good stories. I feel like. Okay. Well, I want to say on the outset that my vision of dating is people that see my blindness or really the blind ones, because they're not seeing everything else about me. How would you feel about that? Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I just, I think that like, that's, it's always like a hit or miss. Some people, it doesn't bother them at all. They don't think twice of it, but right. or they like kind of enjoy it, which is kind of another side, but, um, Mm -hmm. but then you, or you get the people that are like, Oh, well, you're just helpless. You're hopeless. I don't want to deal with that. Like, what do you do? You're, they think that we're like worthless human beings because we can't see. Right. That's the way I feel. I could turn any conversation. Like if I didn't like the girl anymore, I would just say, well, I'm, I don't drive because I don't see and boom, they wouldn't talk to me anymore. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's basically, and I never knew when to bring it up. Like, do you bring it up in a conversation? Do you put it on your bio? Do you wait until they get to know you? Because a lot of people say, well, you're just trying to tank it by telling them that right away. But I don't I don't want to be deceitful about it, you know? Right. Yeah, it's it's a lose-lose because if you yeah. put it out there, they have their opinions. And then if you don't put it out there, they're like, well, you were trying to hide it the whole time. Why would you hide it? And it's it's right. like, well, what do you, what do you, we're going to lose either way. Right. And like, that's not even the most important 
thing about us. Like, that's not something that we have to advertise. Like, why should that even matter? That's right. That's the way I feel about it is you should know me, right? Especially in this time of like virtual dating. Right. You should get to know me anyway, if you want, if you think I'm an attractive person, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see my eyesight having, I see it as benefits actually, because you know where I am. You can trust me. You know where my phone is. You can read my texts before I do. So I don't see like, I have no privacy in a relationship, none whatsoever, because I need people to get me some very intimate items from time to time when I can't find them, you know? Right. Yeah. I actually had that conversation with one of my good friends the other day. I was like, I don't like, we have to have so much trust in the person we choose to date and like those people don't even have to worry about us like we we can't hide anything from you nothing at all so like you i can't well driving is just one thing but like i can't just i don't know you can yeah you can see who i'm talking to on my phone not Mm. that like i even agree with going through people's phones like i think that's just weird in general but I understand circumstances and things too, but like you can literally read my phone from two rooms away. That's what I'm saying. I'm not driving to go anywhere and sneak around behind your back. Like I don't, you know, I have nothing to hide that way, (laughs) but we have to like trust the person that we're with Mm -hmm. and they could get away with anything and we would have no idea. Right. And I think we have to teach them and train them as well at the same time, some of them. And it's like they never get to, I never get to find out if people, if we like each other because it's this training process of, do you need help here? Do you need help there? Do you need this? Do you need that? Like, And it's all these little things. It takes months to learn. And then I, I find out, I don't like you as a person, but I appreciate the effort you put in, but it was something right. else, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's more than just like dating at that point, because Mm -hmm. you have to know what makes me comfortable, what I might need help with, like, and then that's like learning somebody. I don't, I think of it like as a different way though. Like I kind of think it's like, you're really going to get to know me better that way. Faster. Yeah. Yeah. But they have to be willing I mean, it's a good, it's a test run. Like, are you going to be willing to put up with this for a long time? Right. Like, does it bother you or does it not bother you? Like, what if I need a ride somewhere? What Mm. if I need you to like, take me to the grocery store? What if, you know, like, there's just so many different things. You you need to know where my glass is so that I, you know, you know, if I'm going to tend to hit it, if it's there or if it's not, I knock things over on the table all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like you got to learn. Don't leave electronics near any uh, open glasses. Right. It's gonna be a pro- and don't don't move my stuff around and then leave it where you moved it and didn't tell me where you put it because that'll probably strike up some, an argument very right. easily. Like, why would you put? Why would you move that and not tell me? Mm-hmm. You know, like just anything. That, I mean, yeah, you have to like. It's. I hate saying this, but it's almost like you're almost like babysitting, which is. Oh, is that bad to say? Like, no, it that's what they say about us. I don't want to be your babysitter. Right. I don't want that responsibility. Right. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that, like, you're making it that way, but like, just be a little more aware. Like, let me know if you moved my phone from the coffee table to the kitchen table. Like, just tell me that you did that. Sure. I mean, they, want, they want to know that too. If we do things to other people and they're like, could you not do that? Like, I have right. a sarcastic tone sometimes and somebody told me you sound like you're really condescending or really not happy with me and i was like no it's just my voice you know it's just so it's my it's friend said that to me yesterday yeah he was like sometimes you're really condescending and i'm like uh he's like do you do that thing where you're like uh be an adult like and I'm, <laughs> i was like oh oh i'm so bad because like i rely on communication understanding right. And like, if you can't communicate with me, we're not going to work out. Right. If you're going to get butthurt about everything I say, then that's not going to work, you know? Right. Right. But people are are super sensitive just in dating and getting to know new people to where things you would say in a year or two into a relationship and take just fine. We're super sensitive about that initially. Everybody, I think. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think... Uh, I think, you know, everyone says you got to learn each other's love language and things like that. And I feel like 
to an extent that's very true, but like, you also have to like learn that other people have like separate lives than you. Mm-hmm. So like to be around this, I mean, this is just for like dating in general, but like, you know, if you choose to date someone who's been single for so long and they live by themselves and they have, but they're used to being alone and having their alone time and doing things on their own. So they, and I don't mean this in a bad way because I do this as well, but like mm-hmm. they think more selfishly because mm-hmm. that's what they're used to. So they don't think to be like, oh, I should have invited you or, right. oh, I should have asked if you needed anything when I went to the store. Right. And they don't think that way because they're so used to being either like alone or single or just worrying about themselves. Yeah. And then when it's like dating a blind person on top of that, it's kind of like that times 10. Oh, you've probably been stuck inside all day. I should have asked you, like, you know, like say I was dating somebody and they're like, yeah, I went for a walk around the park today, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, what if I'm like, oh, that would have been nice if you invited me because I was stuck inside all day and, you know, I wasn't. And it's like they didn't even think of that because there's, you know what I mean? So it's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. I get that. We haven't talked all day. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it. You know, I've just been working and I live by myself. You know, I've just been doing my routine and that doesn't usually end until 12, 1230. And then I just go to sleep, you know, but that's right because I've never had anything else. I yeah. mean, I was married for a while, but for about five years I've been single and it's like just learning, learning to live on my own in my own life. And like, these victories of like paying my bills consistently and managing with the $50 I had left for the month and surviving all these things. And then somebody wants to come in and they're like, let me take care of you. And I'm like, yeah, but I trust me because I just right. did it, but I don't trust you. <laughs> right. Cause to a lot right. of people, I'm a, I don't want to say a fetish, but a fascination because I think it's especially for women, they go into this nurturing mode, like, oh, you have, you know, your kitchen's messy. You can't see. Oh, and they start cleaning and I should get you new clothes because you can't see what you pick out. You can't see the bleach stains. And so they become nurturers and caregivers really quickly. And I was like, I'm always like, I want you to come back to friend, you know, <laughs> like right. closer to friend. Yeah. You don't need to take care of me. You can point something out and say, um you need to clean that or, you know, anything right. else. Right. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. That would, I feel like that would drive me insane. Um, yes. from like being, yeah, being a guy. Cause yeah, girls are very much like, let me take care of you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but I have like, uh, same, but different. So like, I do agree with like, I guess it's not like a fetish. It's definitely more of like, a. it's a weird attraction that guys have towards, me like being blind for me okay. i don't know what it's been with other girls that are blind but um so so i've had multiple like i've had guys that make a lot of money and they like that i'm not materialistic so they really want to choose me right. or i get like the guys that they they feel like they have all the control over me because like i, I they know that they can like leave me at home and go do their own thing and get mm. away with it but they also know that like I would have to rely on them for certain things and they like that control right? and they want to rescue me type situation, but they really just want to have their cake and eat it too. And I'm like, no, 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 That's not how that works with me. No. Right. And then they get, or like I've had guys that are very intimidated by my independence because I am blind. Like I think they mm-hmm. have the intention. Oh, sorry. Someone's coming. I think they have the intention of like, I'm going to, come in and, and rescue you. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't, right. And then I'm like, I don't need to be rescued at all. Right. Um, And that's just a hold. And then they're kind of like taken back that I think they're intimidated and they're like, Oh, I don't even know what to do with this anymore. Like, right. I get a lot of, I get a lot of the, and that's why I said, it's not a fetish. It's kind of a curiosity. They come in and they're all excited and they're, they're like, they get to play house for a little while till they realize that I don't need them as much as they thought I did. And then the fascination is kind of over and they move on. So yeah, I, for five years, it's been about, it's been a lot of people, Caitlin. <laughs> and they come in and they like cooking for me and, you know. They like playing house and stuff, but eventually it gets boring because Jason doesn't need them as much as they thought. Or I ask them for something and they're like, oh, that just seems like 
responsible responsibility now. Like, oh, am I officially a girlfriend because I'm taking you to the doctor? Or, you know, can I ask her to take me to the doctor? I just known her a couple months and, you know. That I, that's crazy that you bring that up because I had that kind of happen to me yesterday. Um, and I can't, I mean, this person is like a really, really close friend of mine, but we're not like dating or anything, but I was like, Hey, would you be willing to potentially like pick me up from my appointment today? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, like, what do I, I mean, why would I know? And I'm like, okay. So I can't ask my closest friends for a ride. Right. Why? I'm confused. But then then it makes me be like, okay, I'm never going to ask you for help ever again. Like it was a 10 minutes down the street. It wasn't that big of a deal. But like, I think in my head, if one of my friends was blind or just couldn't drive in general and they were like, hey, since you're not doing anything this afternoon, like, could you, I would be like, hell yeah, I'll come pick you up. Why wouldn't I? I'm doing nothing. It wouldn't like to go out of my way for a friend for a simple ride or like yeah to go to the store or something so little but like if it wasn't you that I was going to ask and I have to ask somebody else it's not like I'm I just figured that you would be willing to do it right why would you not save me $13 in lift fees you know what I mean yeah and like that adds up and people don't understand that but then that is like also like why why wouldn't you help I, I don't but then like now I don't feel like I can ever ask for help like that from you ever again. Right. And why? And then is it makes that? me feel like bad about like, oh, cool. So now I'm a burden on you too. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how that makes me feel. And then it makes me just like, not want to be around you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I don't, I take that. I think just because I wouldn't do that to somebody. Like I, I really like, I've had friends in the past when I could drive and I didn't have vision issues or anything. Like, of course I'll come pick you up. Of course I'll take you to work. Of course. Like, why wouldn't I do that for my friend? That's what friends do for each other. Yeah. And then like, if we're dating on a whole other level, why would you not, why does it have to get complicated? Because I asked for a simple favor. Right. I think, I think people worry that we are looking to leech onto somebody to be a burden to. Like, I'm just looking for somebody to do everything for me, and it's you because I asked for this tiny favor that is just the first of a landslide of favors I'm going to ask you. And that's not true. I'm so independent that I won't ask for anything unless I'm, like, drowning, you know what I mean? And that's another thing. Like, I've explained that to people where I'm like, it takes a lot for me to ask for help. Like, Mm. a lot. Like, I think about it days in advance. I'm like do I ask this person for a ride? Do I act like, what, what do I just take an Uber? Like, what do I do? Well, it mm. wouldn't hurt if I asked for a ride first. Like what, like I got to go to the store, whatever it is. Yeah. And like, it takes a lot. Like it, it, I have to like build up the courage to ask someone for help because I know what it could turn into just mm. by asking for a simple favor. And like, I, I don't think that people grasp that concept. I'm not looking to be a burden on anyone. We like, we already feel that way. Thank you. But we already feel that way no matter what, because we're visually impaired. Like I used to hate, even like when I first lost my vision, I wouldn't hold on to anyone's arm in Mm -hmm. public. Right. I just wouldn't do it. And I'm like, I don't need your help. Like I can do it. And then I would trip and fall or run into people. And then I'd like turn and blame them. Be like, you couldn't have grabbed me out of the way. And they're like, (laughs) you told me not to touch you. Yeah. So like, it takes a lot. I think that's just in general for visually impaired people. It takes a lot for us to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And if honestly, and I don't know if you can even put this on this podcast, but like if I'm sleeping with you, what, uh, yeah, I should be able to ask you for a favor. Of course. And you should be able to ask me. And I think that's the other thing is that like, right. they fear asking me. But what you were saying goes into dating, doesn't it? It's the same sort of thing. It's that. I oh, I lost it. I had it. If if we can, you know, if I can ask you for something, oh, rejection. The working ourselves up just to be rejected for a simple like favor. And now we're on a dating website not asking for a favor, but still facing the same rejection and putting I put the same thought into all of my messages. Every message I send is unique to the person. I read their profile. I look at their pictures. You know, I decide whether they're in 
a radius, like a five, 10 mile radius. Cause I don't want them having to drive hours to see me. You right. know, I, I put stuff in my bathroom in case they come over like women's soaps and scrubbies so that, you know, they feel comfortable. Right. And, and so I do everything I can to pick the person and then I send them a very unique message. And I do that a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. Like you have to really think like I, for a really long time, and I don't know if this is like, I mean, maybe this is like, if I'm like, oh, well, if you, you have to drive. So like, I'll, I'll pay this time because you have to drive. And then they're like, well, I have to drive every time. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well you could drive yourself and I could Uber and meet you. Right. Like, I don't know what else I have to do to make it seem like I'm not a burden. I'm not a mooch. I'm not a yeah. hopeless, helpless person at home. Like I'm not, like I'm fine. I can, right. I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't see why everything always has to be an issue. Why is it? Because they're looking for an out or they're looking for the, they're looking for the scam. They're looking for what, what do you, what, what do you want to take advantage of there the whole time? And they're never trying to meet us. They're always guarded because they think we're going to use them in some weird way. Maybe. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I yeah. agree. And but it's, like, and it's, Go ahead. I was going to say on a dating website, it's it's like kind of the three strikes rule when you're reading a profile. So when you find out that I don't drive and that I don't see well, there's two strikes right there. You know, yeah. and so a third can come in. They're just looking for that third strike that that, oh, OK, there it is. Or there it is. You know, he doesn't make a lot of money because he's disabled. So he's on a fixed income. And there's those things, you know. See, that's the thing. I feel like people do automatically in dating in general, whether you're disabled or not, they're always looking for like every, every flaw, every, mm -hmm. they, uh, just to see like when they are, if they want to leave, they have a whole list of things that they can list off. So it's not just like the one thing that set them off to make right. them feel like they're the bad person for leaving. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes to, I like for me, I won't even get on. I was on hinge for a little bit and then i would get some guys that were like why do you have a you know a blind cane in your pictures and i'm like for fun what kind of question is that what do you yeah, what kind of question is that it's letting you, you know in a subtle way yeah and then they'll be like oh so you can't see and i'm like that's correct and then they'll block me and i'm like that what did what did i do <laughs> like what right is but at the same time, I'm like, thank God, because I would never want to date someone like you. You're just so, like, close-minded. You're just, yeah. ugh. Like, and blocking you means they don't come back in their in their results? So. But yeah, like, you can't get a hold of them. on the, You can't see their... Yeah, but when you're, when you're going through the pictures, you don't come back up again. You know, they yep. don't make the same mistake and hit on you again. <laughs> yep. And then there's guys that, like, don't mind at all. But... Mind you, I'm a very, like, bold person. I don't care to meet... Like, I'll meet up with a stranger. It doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. But I also do know that there are, like, psychotic people out in the world. And yeah, right. I shouldn't be meeting up with strangers. Not that I would do it, like, wrong. I would probably have someone close by or just, like, give my location. Whatever I, I yeah, would have yeah. to do. But I do... I do believe in, like, the fate situation. I don't... I don't know. But then again, like I say that, but then I also don't put myself out there ever to date. Like I just stopped altogether. Yeah. I just won't. I don't really answer people that reach out, but not that I'm, I don't know if I'm, if I might be interested, I'll, I'll, I'll answer back. Mm -hmm. But I also know that like, I don't know, maybe it's, I have to explain to them, like, I don't have a job and I'm disabled. I'm on disability. And like I can't drive. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that come with that. And I know that with dating, especially the men that I feel like I would want to date, I don't want to date someone that's like, well, I have money. Like, oh, that's, and I'm like, no, no, no. Cause that's how you take full control of me. And that's not, that's mm -hmm. not how that's going to work. Right. So it's like, it's tough. I don't know. I, yeah, Because you, you, there's the kind of man that you would be attracted to. Right. And then there's the kind of man that would be attracted to you. And there's the Venn diagram in between of the man that you want, but they never come at the same time. You know? Of course. Well then also like, I think, and like, I, I probably should not think this far ahead, but like, if I always told myself in the past, however many years I've been single, like four years, the next person I 
am in a like relationship with, I want that to be like my last, like I want to marry them. I'm, you know, I'm getting older. I'm 28. Like I don't, mm. I don't need to be doing the, the dating hopping stuff that I was doing, you know, right. five years ago. It's not fun anymore or whatever. But like, I think about it and I'm like, God, like if, what if, you know, things go really great with somebody and then they bring me home to meet their, their family and their parents. And then I get drilled with questions. Well, what do you do for a living? Right. Oh, well, I don't. And then, oh, so like, what do you do? You know, like they would ask, oh, so you can't drive. You can't do this. Like, do you, like, who helps you do these things? How do you mm -hmm. do anything? And they like, and then it makes me have to answer like questions that I don't, don't make me feel like I'm a piece of crap just because like, right. I don't have a job. Right. Like, I don't, don't, don't defend. I don't want to defend me for being me. I want to, you can, right. yeah. Hate me for other reasons, you know? And then they're going to drill it into their, you know, yeah. whoever like their head and be like well, don't you know what you're getting yourself into with that right like that's gonna be that's a that's a process that's mm -hmm. a you know that's baggage and but like then i think about it and i'm like you know there's a lot of single parents out there that date and like yeah you know there's like so many other issues like but uh, not even like the single parent thing but i do know that like that's hard for some people like they I know single parents think that it's a major issue to people when they're on dating sites like yes I have a kid and I love my kid if you don't can't accept that type of conversations I always see and so yeah it's like men don't want a woman that has a kid and I don't understand that right but I I, no. I don't generally date moms I don't know I've dated one so I'm not really a mom dater but that's that's by accident that's not active i don't actively shun women with children because i think kids are right. pretty cool you know oh yeah i feel like maybe you probably do that because you already kind of get mothered by yeah. women that you date in general right and that it would just be like extra because i know like being around one of my best friends her name is courtney she has two babies and um she went, like we'll go out and like be in a restaurant. She, I know that she's moving my water glass over because she knows I almost just tipped it over with my hand. Like right. she's doing things like as a mom would do because she's used to it. Mm -hmm. So like you probably get that times ten. Yeah, with women and then like a mom would be like, and like I'm appreciative of it. Like I'm glad that my friends are able to help me out with that. Um, and like I, you know, but like I, I don't think that I would really want to date like a dad. And I think that's just yeah. for my own selfish reasons. But then there's a lot of men out there that wouldn't date me because I'm blind. And I think that's fine. I don't want to be with mm -hmm. someone that I don't want to be with someone that doesn't accept me for who I am anyway. And I'm not going to fight yeah. that or force that. And that's fine. You can say, I don't date blind people, but you know, that's fine. That That is as far as dating, that's fine. I just wish there was a place where there was a, I would date a blind person. <laughs> you know, like, like I don't, I don't want to have to, I sent, before I met my last life wife, I was on POF and I literally messaged 200 people, got 138 responses, and I got ditched 137 times. But with her, we talked and I, she said, well, we should meet. And I said, well, I don't drive. I don't see well. And she was like, and then there was this like two minute pause where I was just like, shit and then she said well what's your address i'll come by and i was like wow and then yeah. that's the game i have to play because there's psycho people coming over to my place <laughs> right right yeah i mean it's it's tough i don't know i feel mm -hmm. like just throwing and like it makes me want to do that thing where i'm like can you just get to know me first for me and then it's like when do i drop the bomb on them like when do i that i mean it's happened to me a couple times where i was like i'm not even going to say anything mm -hmm. if they don't notice and this is when i was on hinge if they don't notice the cane or if they don't put two and two together and they don't bring it up yeah i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna automatically assume they either got it or they didn't and then we'll be chatting like all day all night for a week and a half and then mm. i'll drop the bomb because they're like hey would you want to go out and grab a drink mm. and i'll be like before that gets anywhere just want to throw out there that i'm i'm blind and then they ask all the questions and like I've had, then they throw the, just so you know, like, I, I do want to meet up with you. I really want to hang out, but I'm not really looking for a commitment. I just want to, and I'm like, there it is. There yeah. it is. Like, yeah. cause I'm, you know, a week and a half ago, you were like, oh, well, it wouldn't bother me to settle down. Blah, blah. And then you find out I'm blind. And then it's, 
but they don't want to be that person that's like, uh, I don't want to date the blind girl because whatever. Just say it. Like, I don't care. Yeah, just say it. Just be honest. I can, I've heard it a thousand times. Just say it. Right. It's yep. just the ways I've heard it, you know? And so the last girl I was with, she actually asked me, like, tell me some things about you that I'd like. And I was like, what you really want to know are what my flaws are. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. we can get into those good things, but you really want to know if you can handle what I'm putting out. I'm legally blind. I don't drive. And so if that's going to be an issue for you. And she was like, I like the way you went about that, you know? And so she told me about some of her flaws and I was like, thank you. That was almost a better way to do it. Like, are you going to be able to accept this, this, and this in the first conversation? No. Can you yeah. accept this, this, and this? I guess we'll try. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like forward straight to the point. I don't, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had a guy one time, he asked me out, and I turned him down. Um, Not because I wasn't interested or I wouldn't have given him a chance, but at the time, it was like when I had first kind of lost my vision. I had already gone through three eye surgeries. I was sick. Like, it just wasn't time for me to date. And then I accidentally ran into him um, on the lake that, like, next summer, and I was doing so much better. I, you know, it was great, whatever, things were good. Um... And I had put it out there, like, and I told him before, I was like, well, I'm just going through a lot of medical stuff right now. And this is not the time for me to be dating. And then when I ran into him, um, he messaged me later that night and was like, would you ever want to try and go on that date again? And I just wasn't interested. And so I was like, I mean, we could, you know, get together. That would be cool for like a coffee, like kept it very casual. Mm -hmm. And then, um, he was like, I just, you know, you made eye contact with me when we were on the lake. And I was like, no, I didn't. I had sunglasses on and I literally looked around because I heard my name. And he's like, well, you looked right at me. And I'm like, yeah, because I heard your voice. Mm -hmm. And then he basically said, you know, you're not really blind. You just want attention. And I was like, this is because I turned you down. Cause I said, I didn't want to go on a date with you. And then he just like, when he was like, you just want attention. You're not really blind whatever. And then he just like blocked me again. And I was like, okay, what you have a lot of internal issues, obviously, yeah. because that was no one just fakes being blind. No one does that. It's not a thing. Not that I know of, but there might I, be, but they're easily detectable. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. <laughs> right. Like how much like, you can only get away with it so much, yeah. but I get that all the time. Like, well, he doesn't bump into walls. He should get a job. He's not really blind. He's just late. I, I've had all that already. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, I find the people that support me. I keep them in my lives, like almost off of social media. I'm friends with people that I talk to and I call and, but there's other people on Facebook that, so my wife, my wife's family, they didn't like me because they were Asian and they were like, he can't earn an income. And so what are you doing with him? And I even asked her this, like when we were dating, why, why me? You could be with some guy that makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And she said, but he wouldn't be able to give me the support like you can. You're always at my side. You're always there to protect me. You're always the one to listen to me and hug me and, you know, take care of things for me when I get home. Another, uh, a man with money wouldn't be able to do that. And So I thought it was ironic over the the three years we were together before she passed that everybody else had moments of unemployment except me. I got a steady check every month, you know? Yeah. And so it's like the stereotype. It's the stereotype. And I think like a lot of times people don't realize I would do better in a relationship with a dual income because I'm the, I'm the house husband. I clean, I cook, I do the dishes. I make sure everything is straightened because I need it to be. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm always want to be by your side because I can't see you. I can't, I can't see you from across the room and say, Oh, you're in a bad mood or, or you're in a good mood. I have to come up and I have to like be there by you. And when we're in public, I'm holding your hand. I'm not leaving. I'm not wandering. You know what I mean? So that's another thing. Like people don't understand like the emotional support that like, not that we even need, but like, I mean, we do need it, but like what we could give that like you probably wouldn't get from anybody else. And that's another thing. Like when you said, like, you know, you can't tell when someone's in a bad mood because you can't just like look at them. You have to be, you got to like read the energy. You got to like be next to them to understand. Mm -hmm. And that's why like, I really tell people I'm like communication is 
huge because I don't, I can't look at you and just assume anything. Right. And like, you have got to talk to me and Mm -hmm. like the texting thing, that's cool, but you got to pick up, like, I have got to hear your voice. I got to hear your tone. I need to know what's going on and I can't do it by just looking at you or seeing what's going on on your social media for the day. Like I need to hear you. I mm-hmm. think like, you have got to talk to me. Yep. And that's like the way, like, and you know, like touch is a huge thing. Like, yeah, I want to be next to you. Yep. I need to be near you. I'm going to always like, hold. yeah, I'm going to hold mm-hmm. your arm when we're in public. It's a thing. Like, it's so if thing. you're not comfortable with that though, but that's then, a relationship. Like, we you hold each other's hands, you hold each other's arms. You a man pulls out the chair for you. He should be most of the stuff a man should do for a woman. It's regardless of eyesight, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but unless tough, they don't do that a lot these days. They really don't. Hmm. Yeah, it's a thing. Like they don't. I don't understand it. I mean, yeah. whatever. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, some. I mean, the guys that I you know, dated oh, or like true. hang out with. I mean, yeah. they do, but, um, even just like my guy friends, they do that, but they should do that. Right. In general. Um, but if they don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Yeah. Uh, but I also know that like I can make guys uncomfortable because they don't know, like, do I hold the door for her or do I not? Like, is it going to piss her off if I hold the door because she wants her independence or do I like, hold the like or if i don't do it is she gonna be mad like it because she needed me to open the door for her and it's like i'm like you guys don't like speak just talk out loud Mm -hmm. we'll talk about it so we can figure it out what's gonna work for us should i get get the door for you yeah of course you know yeah like it's not but people especially like dating for like i mean people in their 20s i don't know what the deal is but communication is not a thing it's shut down ignore ghost people don't let me figure out why what i like you know did wrong why they're not talking to me and then leaving them hanging that's like it's all games it's all there's no emotional they don't even know how to handle their own emotions because they would know that ignoring people or not like communicating how that person made you feel how not only like immature that is but it's also like really toxic like it's really bad to like be okay with that behavior. It is. And I think that's that's really interesting that you say that because the last I would say the last 10 or 20 I don't I don't call them relationships. People that I've been around have been under like 27, 20, you know what I mean, in their in their early 20s because they like to just hang out and they're not trying to mother me and they just want to they want to watch TV and eat door get DoorDash and watch a movie right. or you know hang out and I'm always excited cuz they bring this new energy and everything isn't how it normally yeah. is and I love that change of attitude and stuff so that's where I dated but yeah they don't they didn't communicate a lot with me and that's and when they got bored of it you know when they were done playing house they'd move on but you right. know, I could tell when they were unhappy, but they didn't want to tell me why they were unhappy. And I didn't know if it was life or me or just chemical, you know, like in their bodies, you know? Yeah. No, they just, we just, they, no one talks anymore. There's no right. communication skills. It blows my mind. Yeah. But I also feel like, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, it shouldn't be that difficult. I mean, I get it. It's, it's difficult to like express your feelings. I understand mm-hmm. all of that, but I mean, you're, if you choose to date me and I'm blind and you're not communicating with me, yeah, like that's, and I'm mad at you, like, and I tell you communicate and well, I'm not comfortable with it. Why the hell are you dating me? Why would you, why did you put yourself in this situation? Mm -hmm. Like if you, and the ego, the ego and the prideful, oh my God, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. It's like, I feel like a lot of guys don't want to date me because what are their friends going to think? Oh, he's dating yeah. a blind girl. Oh, my, like, what do you care what your friends think? But like, if you are thinking that way, like you're probably hanging out with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like if you're worried that your friends are going to judge you for dating a blind girl, yeah, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Yeah. I had a, and, 
on Facebook, I had a, a guy that did catering for barbecue and a vegan friend. And I was always worried I can't post because of these two influences. And then one day I realized I'm going to be myself and one of them is going to drop me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then I realized, and then I, I was, I was at the bar and they were picking on this guy and they were, they were saying uh, gay slurs to him and stuff. So I just walked up and I was gay in that moment. I was gay. And I was like, I don't know what you're doing. And we stood there and then another guy and another guy came up and we all, we all said we were gay too. And we just, we got, we took care of him. You know what I mean? They, right. they left and he asked me, are you gay? And I was like, well, not yet. I've never met a man I've been attracted to, but that doesn't mean out of the seven hundred <laughs> billion on the people on the planet, there isn't a Brad Pitt out there for me, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So right. I just, my mom told me at an early age, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you by embarrassing you and ignoring you. And so I learned to get used to solitude and people picking on me, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I was, I'm sure I was a bully growing up at some point, but I always bullied the bullies. Yeah. Like the bullies that are picking on the kids that don't have a voice or can't stand up for that. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. Yeah. And, but I wasn't like, like, I'm really ready to fight. I'll be like, I'll hit you right now. If you don't stop talking. Like I'm the worst. Like I was yeah. just like, you, yeah, you want to pick on them, pick on me. That's right. That's the way I yeah. feel about it. If I'm gay, if, if I have to be gay, I'm gay right now. If I have to be transgender, I'm transgender right now. It doesn't really right. matter. I'm standing up for the cause. And right. on a personal note, I have a real hard time. I've noticed that like I've supported a lot of groups. I have a lot of trans friends. I have a lot of LGBT friends and mm -hmm. I stand up in support of them. And I'm not finding that anybody just randomly supports disabilities. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's getting really frustrating there that there, there isn't any vocal support for it. You know what I mean? And so that's another thing. I just, friends need to support friends or at least like the posts that have the tag in it. You know what I mean? So I said that yesterday to one of my friends. I'm like, you watch all my stuff, but you don't like any of it. Yeah. Yeah. What are, like, what are you hiding? Why don't you want to like it? What's your deal? Mm, mm, or yeah. like, who are you, who are you talking to or hanging out with that doesn't like me? So you don't want them to see that you like my stuff. What is that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I, I think I may, I probably overthink everything. No, mm -hmm. I do. I know I do that, Me too. but yeah, I'm the same way. I'm very much, um, like I was out at the bar, not, I mean, it was, I don't know, probably about a month ago from this point. Um, mm -hmm. and as I was leaving, I didn't hear this girl. Don't even know who she is, but she said the attention thing. Like she just wants attention because uh, I had my cane and I was, I was leaving with one yeah. of my friends. I think every boy in that bar that I know that I'm friends with, there was like four of them that were like, Nope, don't, I don't, they're like, I don't care what, who you are, what they, they all stood up for me right then and there. Good. And they're like, you don't know her. You don't know anything about, and I, I'm like, just, I'm in la la land. I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. This is outside. My friend was like, yeah, she was, you know, talking about you, whatever. And I was like, that's why everyone started yelling at this girl. And he was like, yep. But what bothered me, I got so mad because I'm grateful that they defended me. I can defend myself, mm. but who's going to defend the visually impaired people that already don't go in public because of people like her? Right. Because that's why visually impaired people, that's why you never run into blind people. Mm -hmm. You never run it. And that was a huge thing. Like when I lost my vision, I was like, this is crazy. I feel like no one is blind. I've never met. And I've worked in restaurants for 11 years. Right. Never once have I ever met a visually impaired person ever. Mm -hmm. Never. And as social as I was going out, never saw one in public, never. And so I'm like, wow, like I must be like the only one in Charlotte, you know, like where yeah. I like. And then I find out and I'm like joining the support groups and there's millions of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, they don't. And of course I had to learn for myself, like, God, I don't want to go in public anymore because it's overwhelming and people judge and they're staring and you can, you know, they're talking about you yeah. and awkward and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they don't go in public because like other people make us uncomfortable. And like, now you're just adding to it by talking about us. Like we don't yeah. know or can't hear you or like we're unaware of what's going on. Yeah. And my issue is, why did you have to be the center of attention for the pity party? You know what I mean? Like, why did people have to defend you? Why did, why did someone have to attack you? But why did you have, why did, why did you have to be the pity party in that moment? You know, right. 
like people aren't i understand people defend us like yeah i she's cool and she's my friend and it's just this thing they do but it almost feels like pity like oh why do you have to do? i don't go around defending my chubby white friend you know what i mean right I, nobody's right. ever going well he doesn't fit in a table and i have to get up and be like hey you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah or like when you yeah like when my friends like I, and i've noticed it it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. um but they'll be like oh yeah this is caitlin she's blind and i'm like yeah okay i'm gonna start introducing you and be like this is so and so he has dark hair um yeah i like no one used to be like, oh, this is Caitlyn. She has diabetes. No one ever did that. It's just right. now that I'm blind, they do it. Mm-hmm. Which, it doesn't always bother me if I'm, like, sitting down. Like, no one would know unless, like, they, you know, saw me walking with my cane. Right. So, like, it's nice that they're prepared. Um, or if I'm going into, like, a new group setting and they warned everybody, like, oh, she's blind. Like, just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Because, like, you can also feel how awkward it is when you no one was warned because they're everyone just gets quiet Uh and they like don't speak to you they don't know how to talk they don't know which is another thing i learned when i did lose my vision um like you said the 27 year olds or whoever that you were like hanging around Mm -hmm. they'll talk to me uh, the people that are my age for the most part they'll talk to me it's people that are in their like 40s and 50s that don't talk to me they ignore me they don't speak to me they don't know what to do they don't know how to act they don't Mm -hmm. they make it awkward right and i'm like what is your deal why would you what like children will talk to me all day long yeah they love it they don't care they don't they don't even you can just be like oh yeah my eyes don't work you know they're broken and they're like okay they love it right because they want to they want to show me their toys that describe everything about their coloring that they did and I listen to it and you know, like their parents don't want to hear it. They don't care. They're like, I know I can see it. And like the, the mm-hmm. you know, kids love it. Um, but like, it's people that are like, I've noticed like forties and fifties, they don't talk to me. Right. They won't talk to me either. And if they do, it's a pity party. Like, okay, yep. I guess I'm settling for the blind guy. And then I get the settling sort of treatment, you know? And yeah. And that's different. That's kind of nagging. What settling for a woman is kind of like nagging a man until he gives up because they don't want to give up on the blind guy, but they'll nag until I give up on them. But yeah. younger, like I had a young girl, she was, she was like, you don't see. And she's like, can I come over and cook you dinner and do my makeup? And I was like, do your makeup. And so when she got there, she was like, see what I look like. And she got really close and then she did her makeup and she's like, do you see me any differently now that I have my makeup on? And I was like, you're beautiful both ways, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know? And it was yeah. cool. It was cool to her. And then we just sat and watched TV and hung out and, you know, it, it was nice. Whereas somebody else. It, they almost treat me like I'm contagious, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here's a question. Would you date someone who's visually impaired? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I've um, somebody asked me that about a year ago. Mm. And, like, I don't know if it was just because, like, I just didn't know a lot of blind people at that point. But I was like, no, I don't think I would because, like, God, it would be like just the both of us just so blind together right. and who's yeah. going to drive here and who's going to do, the, you know, mm-hmm. and then I, then as you know, I started to live by myself and I started doing things on my own and taking lifts and Ubers and going to doctor's appointments. Like, and then I started realizing like, oh, I can do everything. I can cook. I can do everything for myself for the most right. part. I just really can't drive, you know, yeah. and I struggle, you know, finding a job, but, um, those are the only two. And I was like, Oh my God, I would totally date a blind person. Why would I not? Like they're probably who I should date because they need the emotional and communication, the stuff that I need. They probably need that as well. Then it would probably, you know, work really well together. It might. But I have met, um, I've talked to a couple of blind people where they're like, I don't think that I would date someone who's visually impaired because it's already hard enough for me. I wouldn't want to have two, you know, Mm. but I think, I mean, everybody's, different with their you know yeah disability i i think there's a lot of people that do rely on whoever it is in their life to do everything for them and that's fine that's for them for me and my personality and the independence that i used to have that's not going to work for me right and when it comes to like dating yeah no no, no i'm not going to rely on you it's not going to happen like mm-hmm. i'll do 
whatever I can for myself. But I think, yeah. you know, like I said, that gets kind of intimidating for guys, at least my age. Yeah. Or I won't, but you're going to, you're going to see that I make it up in other ways. You know, like when there's a party and there's like a buffet sort of style food, you, you're going to bring me my plate because you don't oh, yeah. want me over there. Like doing that you just don't right you don't, you don't want me at the salad bar you know you that's something you just don't want me doing so right. bring that to me but you're gonna find that i'm supportive in other ways you know and i do right. other things and i can do i wasn't blind for 35 years so i was a plumber's assistant i i, I cleaned carpet i worked in a printing company i did a lot of things and learned how to do a lot of those manly like i can listen to a car and be like oh yeah your fan is missing you know or right. you know you need that that's just rattle i i know how to do that stuff and so when i'm treated like you don't know how to start a grill. I'm like, come on, just let me let me try and start the grill. You know, if I right. can't, I'll let you know. How about that? I won't destroy right. anything. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And so, but I just honestly wish somebody would get to know me first and just be like, "This is normal." Oh, guess what? I can't deal with that part of it. You know what I mean? Like, this is something I like. I I would prefer somebody that can drive because I can't drive, but maybe right. somebody would prefer somebody that can cut melons really well, and I just I can't. And so right. they'd be like, "Yeah, you know, it's not the blind thing. It's just that I need melons cut, and you can't do that." I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah, I mean, of course, I would prefer somebody drive, but I think mm. I don't know. I just feel like everybody has their flaws, and I'm not. I don't know if you're gonna not date me. See, that's the thing. Like, I would rather if people just got to know me mm -hmm. first, and then I like drop the bomb on them after it's like kind of too late because they like me. Yeah. But then I'm the evil person if I do that because I just hid something from them. Mm -hmm. Whether it was for three days or for three months, I didn't tell them. But I feel like that shouldn't change how you feel or like if you would date me or not. But it's like, do I just tell them up front? I don't, I don't. And that's the thing. Yeah. You never, even like blind or not blind, you never really know someone's intentions. Right. And like, sometimes it's too late to where you guys have feelings for each other and you're seeing each other often. Mm -hmm. And then, and then like things happen and you're like, what was your intention for me? Like that was a huge thing with some of my one girlfriend that I had. Uh, she was one of my best friends. And when I first went blind, she was there for everything, but it took a couple months for me. It, like once it sank in, I was like, she just wants to be the hero. Yep. And I was like, I can't deal with it. it but it was like little things. Like she had a posted on social media, her helping all the doing everything. And then the yeah. guys that she would talk to, she would be like, yeah, I have to take care of my best friend because she's blind and I have to take her everywhere and yeah. to make her look like the hero and everything. And it made me so mad. Yeah. So, and I'm like, your intentions are poor. So like when it comes to dating, what, like, why do you really want to date me? Because I do mm -hmm. think about that. Like if you're so excited about dating me because it's different and I'm blind and you can trust me and mm -hmm. whatever it is, maybe it is the control thing or like I start questioning. I'm like, why would you date me? Because mm -hmm. I have to go back and like, think what I like, would I date a blind person before I lost my vision? Like would I have done that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would have. It's just, the problem is we, we all try things and sometimes they're not, they're not for us and people right. get butthurt about that. But right. That's the truth is you can, you can try and date a blind guy. And if you don't like it, you can always say, this isn't for me. And, but I think it's the reactions that people expect the, the crying or the, the explaining or complaining, like, why not? Why, why, why? Like, you're not leaving me in a lurch. It's okay. I'm, right. just, I'm just another person. And I think, I don't know, we're about an hour, so I'm going to wrap up, but I want to say there's flaws that push people away relationship wise and there's flaws that bring people closer and having a visual impairment just means i'm going to bring you closer i'm going to want to trust you and i want to be safe around you and i'm going to really appreciate you so there's there's flaws there's men that are sociopaths and you don't want to date them or the control yeah. freaks and the women that are control freaks you don't want to date them 
blindness is something different. It's something different. You know what I mean? We're not going to depend on you, but I'm going to be by your side when you're there. I'm going to love to cuddle. I'm going to love to hear your voice. I'm going to love to feel your, you know, your neck. There's things that I like to do as a blind person that most women really enjoy. Yeah. And I think for guys, like from my side, like whether they admit it or not, they probably need more emotional support than women do. And like, Mm -hmm. I can be the best emotional support that they probably have could ever even crave. And I don't think that they think they're still stuck on the, a lot of them are still stuck on the surface. They got the ego, they got all that still going on. Yeah. But if they would just release a little bit, you know, they could Mm. be, I think they would be a lot happier. I think people should just be a little more open, you know? Me too. Yeah. But it's not a negative being blind. Somebody asked me, well, what if I want to go out drinking? And I was like, well, then we'll call an Uber. I'm really good at that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I don't really do public places really well. So, you know, I'm good. If if we can get like a table, not next to the bathroom, but pretty close, I'm golden. You know what I mean? I'll be there all day at my chair. And And then I'll do concentric circles of learning the area more and more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I and it's good, like, you know, yeah, it is good. Getting out of like your comfort zone with somebody, you know, like, I don't know. I think it's, it's fun. I feel like it's like, if yeah. I had a blind, like, I do have a blind friend, but like, if I, you know, met me, mm-hmm. you know, as a non visually impaired person, I would be like, hell yeah, it's great to go out with her. Like, you know, like it's fun. It's different. There's always a good conversation going. It's, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's different and it's, it's fun. I think it's, I I think it's fun being blind. You could joke around with people. You could, you know, like there's definitely has its benefits. There is a lot of practical jokes to it, isn't there? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, there are. I always think that like, People are nervous until they get to know me. And then once they know people that don't know me, they're, they're, they're scared of me, but people that know me, love me. There is no middle, there is no middle ground. There is nobody saying, well, I don't know. They either love me or they don't want to be near me and I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, So what do you think about meeting next week for another conversation? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I love that. Welcome, I'll just say welcome to the network then. Okay. Well, thanks. It, it really helps because now between you and me now, six out of the 10 people, four out of the 10 people are legally blind. Really? Yeah. So wow. that's, that's kind of cool. I'm really yeah. happy to have you aboard. Well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you. And I can't wait to hear what we're going to talk about next week. Maybe more dating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I could give you some wild stories. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Anything. Yeah, we can say anything. And we didn't get to too many stories this time. No, no. But I feel like people need to hear that mm-hmm. side of what it's like for us to date. Plus, I get a lot of visually impaired people that reach out to me and they're like, what, you know, what is your dating? How do you date? I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just be you. Why would you not be you? You know? And if someone doesn't accept that, ugh, let them go, you know? Let them go. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, but I have found that like I get accepted by younger people and I, I just, I don't know. I'm not having toward affairs with them, but I'm, I'm, it's fun hanging out and getting to know them. So yeah. 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 Well, thanks for being here, Caitlin. I am going to hit. Thanks for having me. Over a lifetime, all of us change to an extraordinary degree. From a physical perspective, we start off as a little bundle about 50 centimeters high with cherubic features and elastic soft skin. I, I want you to understand that ask yourself at all times, what's the reason you're doing or trying to do a same thing you do? Why go this far? Why try to learn this much? In the intervening period, every single cell in our body will have been replaced, often many times over. So think about, think about it. You laugh, laugh, you think, and you cry. That's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week. You will have gone through all kinds of experiences that perhaps leave almost no trace in memory. Remember, if you think you are wrong, you are. And remember, there's no such thing as bad luck. 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 Bad luck.
only lost opportunities. Never, absolutely never. We carry the same name throughout our lives and consider ourselves as a relatively stable, unitary entity. But is it really right to think of ourselves as the same person? Why try to see it all? Why try to have it all? Why do it? Why learn it? Stay angry. Stay English. A standard assumption is that it's our body that guarantees our personal identity. If you think you are inadequate, you are. Now the campaign process all this information. Let me introduce you to yourself. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.